What's going on, geeks? You're listening to episode 168 of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. My name is Cody Armour. I'm here with Shelly Waltar. Hello. And Joe Morgan. Gadzooks. Today we're going to be geeking out about a new Borderlands, the Snyder Cut, and I, I guess, and Batman, uh, but the TV Batman, not Snyder's Batman. I just realized that as I was looking at the notes, uh, as well as our favorite story arcs in general. First, special shout outs to our Patreons at patreon.com slash Grace, Brian Struther, Jordan Garner. Casey Cobble, Jason Wilkerson, Sam Watson, David Corey, Unchained Spirit, Hannah Bacon, The Mouse Potatoes, Dan Alo, Trey Brayband, Spazzy Nerd, Peter Tallow. I think I did that all in one breath. Say that ten times fast. Not no. Do it next time. I'm so happy we have so many names. That's so cool. Yeah. We love you guys. Thank you, everyone. Yeah, thank you for donating. And uh yeah let's let's talk about what games we've been playing go ahead shelly i've been playing a lot which is weird to say because usually i don't i usually only have one game to talk about maybe even not any games to talk about yeah it's usually fire emblem it's usually fire emblem or smash or Or breath of the wild or something along those lines but uh thanks to well a couple different factors one before not this last week but the week before i was on spring break so that was really helpful because i didn't have to worry about school Uh, and i've also there was a indie sale for the switch so a lot of indie games were on sale which is very exciting so i bought some games anyway so i mean besides playing smash i always play smash that's not really important Uh, i've been playing wizard of legend which uh is really fun i got that on the sale as well that's a roguelike dungeon delver type game well less dungeon delver is roguelike is a roguelike game so yeah that's really fun it's fun to play co-op on that i've been able to just like i don't actually have a lot of games on my switch that do the sort of advertised switch thing of here you just have a joy con and play this game with me and you could just jump in and do whatever but that's kind of this game for me which is really nice because i could be just like hey you want to play a game with me you press these buttons to do these cool magic things. And they're like, yeah. <laughs> and all you need to know is defeat the enemies. Like, and it's, it's, so that's fun. Um, cool. I like that game a lot. It sounds like Magicka. Yeah. Are you familiar with Magicka? I'm not. It's a PC game. You can kind of mix and match spells. So like you could, you could prep a fire and a water to cast a steam smell. Uh, oh, steam spell. that's cool. Oh, that sounds cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's different elements of Arcana is what they refer to the spells. You can't mix them, but you could equip up to, like, four every time you go through the dungeon. And you could purchase more just for the time in the dungeon and, yeah, like, lots of temporary things as you go through to make it easier to get through all the way. But I haven't gotten very far. I've never beat the first, um, basically, it'll randomly generate everything just as lots of roguelike games. But there's three different main dungeons you go through, all that have a different element associated with it. Um, And so you go through two floors in each, and then at the end of those two floors, you fight the big boss of that element. And I haven't been able to defeat the big boss of of the first element. Um, So I'm trying to figure out how to do that. I think just experience and knowing the moves. But every time I come across one, I don't know what I'm doing. So it's fine. (laughs) That's really good. Um, I enjoy that a lot. If you like roguelike games, that's one to think about doing. Um, I've also been playing Night in the Woods, which is a... It's almost like an interactive visual novel, but it's it's more interactive than most interactive visual novels, I would say. It's definitely leans closer to a game than some visual novels, but further away from games than classic games like platformers. So... And I'm really okay. enjoying that. That's made by the same... The reason I was interested in that game was, one, I heard it was just good from my friends and whatever, but they also are the same people who are making Tunic, and I'm interested in Tunic. Oh, oh okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. They, they're at PAX as well, and yeah. we always turn to look at Tunic, but I always kind of know it's Oh, Night in the Woods. I wonder what that game is. That looks fun. Um, so, yeah, same same publisher um, for that. Um, yeah, it's so really good. It's very, very story-based very character based which i love i love characters and stories i yeah. definitely recommend playing it it's 
has language. It has very um, modern humor, I would say, and that includes language. So just be aware of that if you're interested. But okay. that. Um, I also finished Undertale on the stream. Finished Undertale meaning I, well, I finished the neutral run a long time ago. I finished my true pacifist run. So I think I'm done with Undertale because I don't want to do a genocide run. So. I was going to say that's the other side of the coin, right? <laughs> yeah, it is, but I'm murder too, everybody. <laughs> I don't. I get too attached to fictional characters, and that's the whole thing in the game. Is like, no. how attached are you to these characters? Are you going to murder them all? Or are you going to like be friends with them? And I'm like, let's just be friends instead. <laughs> Which it's really interesting that you say that because you like the Fire Emblem games. No, for sure, but like there, it's like I th- I think for They're me, it's friends. like you get that you get that choice of being able to, you know, see how you're actions affect a different character whereas in a lot of other games you just don't get that choice they attack you you have to attack them or they will kill you mm-hmm. and there's no well, in yeah in the newer fire emblem games you can turn that off right no you, you don't have to lose party members right yeah that's right. correct but you still have to kill the enemy but, yeah you would right, right. use the game but yeah yeah i mean like i yeah fire emblem games i usually play on casual mode the first time playing through and that's the one where yeah if your characters die they don't die die they just die for the rest of that they're out if there were diplomatic choices to that game would you go with the diplomatic choices yeah yeah what sorry did you ask a question (laughs) if you if you went (laughs) if they gave you a choice to be diplomatic in that game would you try to be diplomatic i think it'd be fun to try i might still kill them because i like the combat in that game (laughs) <laughs> Whereas, that's another thing I realized about Undertale 2. I actually just find the gameplay to making friends with people more fun than attacking them. Fighting them is okay. super boring. You just hit a button, essentially. Yeah. There's no, like, there's barely any strategy to it. Whereas, like, with Fire Emblem, you have to have strategy if you want to defeat the enemy. In Undertale, you don't need strategy to kill them, but you do need strategy to, one, survive. Like, you do need to figure out how they attack you, but that's whether you make friends with them or not but how to be friends mm-hmm. with them and how to, like, spare them. So they're very different dynamics. And sort of transitioning into Deltarune, which is kind oh, the of sequel-ish. the sequel-ish. Yeah, I don't really want to name it as a sequel. But also a Toby Fox game, very related to Undertale. So I, I played that and finished that real quick. It's a pretty fast game, but it's also just chapter one. Like, I think there's going to be more chapters Yeah. coming out eventually, hopefully soon, but probably <laughs> not soon. But it's sort of the same thing there. Like, you can, if you really, you can go kill everyone, or you could choose to spare them. And just like before, I found sparing them more engaging and just more gameplay, more fun in general. So that's yeah. what I did. Cool. Um, I also played Jackbox, which I haven't done in a long time, like Quiplash and TKO. Um, yeah. It's just very, very fun. Um, it's always a good good party game. Yeah, for sure. I was just feeling it. I used to play Jackbox a lot um, in the dorms uh, my first two years of college, but I'm not in the dorms anymore, so we actually have to like go out and like plan to play Jackbox, but it was super fun. Every time I play TKO, dude, I want to buy a shirt, and I haven't I've yet. I've bought one shirt. But I think, <laughs> I think from this last session, I might just do it. They're just so funny, so... I bought one shirt, and I would not wear it in public. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's, uh... No, the ones that my friends bought, has it has crude language on it, so that's why I didn't buy it. But they, they just, like, wear it around, um, not in public, but just, like, around the house and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's if you haven't tried TKO, if you, if you like Jackbox games, but you haven't tried TKO, please do that. It's honestly one of my favorites, I would say, of the group. So, yeah, I played a lot of games. I might have missed one, but it's very different for me. So you go ahead, Joe. (laughs) I've actually been playing quite a bit less. I I mean, I've not been playing less. I've just played fewer games. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've been focusing on Division 2. That's got all my attention lately. Mm. Yeah. I've probably got 60 hours in it now, maybe more. Wow. And we just beat the main story, the base story yesterday as Mm -hmm. of this recording. And it completely alters the world when you do. Really? Yeah, oh, so, I that's mean... That's cool. It, it keeps the same world map, but it completely redoes the entire map with a bunch of new events and stuff. Mm. That's cool. Is so, it the game an MMO? It's not an MMO. It is a... It's kind of, It's what you would call a loot shooter, but it's it's a cover-based right. shooter, like a third-person shooter. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. with RPG mechanics. Okay. And so if you're going into this thinking, hey, uh, you know, this is going to be a third-person shooter like Gears of War, that's a loose interpretation. People are calling the enemies bullet sponges, mm-hmm. which is, I see where they're getting at. That's true. But that's because the enemies are like, it's an RPG, and the enemies are covered in armor and stuff, and they yeah, got a bunch right. of perks and all that sort of stuff. Mm. It makes perfect sense to me, and it's a lot of fun. I've I've been having a blast with it. So I thought it was kind of like Destiny in the sense that like people were just, other players could just be roaming around you. You don't really see that too much. It's okay. it's mostly because it's mostly a PVE game. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a certain area then, right? That you have yeah, the other players. I mean, like, you can see other people roaming around in kind of in your towns and stuff. Uh, that's why but, I, like having a map change. No, well, not a map change, but kind of a visual change is kind of crazy to me. So the visual change only makes it. It only really matters when you leave your safe zones. Okay. Okay. Your big major safe zones, like the White House. Huh. That's that's your base of operations. Right. That's all super interesting. Like just thinking about like different characters and stuff, different players being in that world, and then the world changing on you, and, and then, like what's happening. Well, and something else that completely changes. Uh, everybody's the same basic thing. You're just a soldier with whatever guns you equip beforehand. Mm-hmm. And you can kind of pick skills and stuff. When you beat the game, it unlocks specializations. So everybody gets three options. You can either be a survivalist. Which gets an explosive crossbow. Oh. You can be a sniper with a Barrett 50 cal. Or you can be a demolitions expert with a grenade launcher. And so it completely changes. <laughs> and the, the ammunition for that stuff is rare. Mm-hmm. Like you might kill 25 guys and have two rounds of ammunition drop. Hmm. Oh, wow. Okay. But it, it gives you some extra punch to pack when you're fighting an elite enemy or something like that. Yeah. And, and it's a lot of fun to play with friends. I will say this. I've never in my life played a game or consumed any form of media with so much foul language. Hmm. Just in the game, not from other players? Correct. Okay. Basically, you played God of War? Any, this is... Dude, God of War looks like a kindergartner game compared to this. Dang, with language. dude. Every time you have an enemy encounter, you can almost be guaranteed they're going to drop an F-bomb. Huh. And you'll run into guys constantly. Wow. So it's the F word all over the place. And sometimes they intersperse that with a GD or something else. Mm-hmm. But it is absolutely the most vulgar, foul language I've ever heard in a game. And it's nonstop. Like, I got tired of hearing the words just because the same word was repeated over and over and over. Yeah. And it's like, if you said potato... 250 times in the, in the next two hours, I'd be pretty sick of hearing the word potato. <laughs> and that's Potata? how the F word is in that game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I really like it. I'm going to work on writing my review for it up sometime this week, hopefully. Um, but I finished it the day before backlog golf started for some of the staff members. So moving forward, we're going to be doing a thing called backlog golf. Mm-hmm. Um, I won't be playing any new games from this point through the end of the year unless I'm covering them for Geeks Under Grace. Okay. Or I, or I suffer a penalty if I buy a new game on, on off the cuff that I'm not covering for Geeks Under Grace. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. So the way that it works with golf is, you know, we've got our backlog and it's locked in. Every backlog game that I beat, I get minus one score, mm-hmm. like you would mm-hmm. get a birdie. And then if I 100% a game, that's another minus one. Hmm. If I buy a new game, it's plus one. If I play a new game that I have bought, it's another plus one. Oh. So even if you buy a game, that's only plus one, but you, you could still buy a game, but then not play it. But right, you only, so you would okay. add it to your backlog, but not burn up your time playing it. It would only cost you plus one. Yeah. Huh. Or if you were gifted a game, Ooh. so and then yeah. played it, that's, it'd be a plus one. That's built into the rules. If you're gifted a game, it counts as plus one. Dang. Oh, okay. All right. Um, some of the catches that we're allowing are if it's for coverage for Geeks Under Grace, you suffer no penalties for it. Okay. Um, if it comes in like the PlayStation Plus or that sort of stuff where they give you two free games a month, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that doesn't count against you. Okay. So you could get some some free cheap points with your PlayStation Plus membership. 
uh, if okay. you beat those games and that sort of thing. I'm looking forward to it. There's several staff members doing it together, and it's going to be a fun way to kind of burn through stuff that I've bought for the last 10 years. Yeah, because yeah. it's it sounds like a good way to keep yourself accountable, but also just having a community of people doing it all together can really help motivate you, I would think. And yeah, Exactly. That's exactly it. And I've been trying to get myself in this mode for a long time. Like years, I've asked several different staff members to try to help me stay accountable, not to buy a bunch of new stuff. But somebody gamified it, Mm-hmm. And so we've got a bunch of people playing this meta game. It's cool. I'm I'm really jazzed about it. So you you'll get my progress on that over the coming months. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I did play a little Sekiro last week. I've not played a ton. Um, I've been playing so much Division, trying to get to the end of that, that I've denied everything else. <laughs> Sekiro is probably the hard. next thing I'm coming to. So. It is difficult. <laughs> I mean, so it, it has the Souls DNA in it. Yeah. But it plays very differently from a Souls game. Okay. Is it's it a lot faster paced. Based in the sense that you're trying to, like, time everything? It's still, you definitely have to account for the timing. I mean, it's like you have to parry incoming attacks and mm-hmm. that sort of thing. So there's very much a timing aspect to the combat. Mm-hmm. But it's a lot faster paced than a Dark Souls game. Dark Souls, you're kind of going in with your sword and shield. Trying to pull one guy to the side, mm-hmm. beat him, and then move on so you don't pull too many enemies and just get overwhelmed. But in Sekiro, you might stealth your way around behind an enemy with a shield, take him out, sprint over to the archer, take him out, sprint over, take out another guy, and then try to get back to the shadows before four or five more guys come surround you. Yeah, because <laughs> you can just, again, yeah, you can sneak up and just kill one hit, KO lots of guys, yeah? So that's yeah. helpful. Is this the one that was at E3 last year? Yeah. I know what you're talking uh, yes. about. Yeah, the yeah. one with the really, um, really pretty flower petals yeah. falling. That's the one. Or are you talking of Ghost of Tsushima? That's oh, probably the one you're thinking that's of. that's what Ghost I was Tsushima. thinking. Okay. But you're right. Yeah. That was a different game. Cool. Yeah. And that's not out yet, right? Correct. That's not out yet. Cool. I hope that's not that hard. Because I was all like, I'm like, man, that game looked amazing, but I won't play it if it's... And they also Crazy difficult. so okay to kind of explain the difference. You know, you're just whittling away armor and health in a Dark Souls game. Yeah, yeah. The concept with Sekiro is that with with Bushido with sword, you know, Eastern swordmanship. The idea is that if you can get somebody off balance, it opens them up, and it only takes a single strike once they're opened up. Hmm. Hmm. A single strike with a sword's enough to finish a guy. It's a really so, cool concept. Yeah, so like if a guy's blocking a bunch of your attacks, it slowly chips away at his posture, and when you're able to break his posture, it opens him up for a, a death strike. That's cool. Mm. But also, you can die real fast because of that too, right? Very true. Yes, like you I've, can have your posture uh, yeah, broken Yeah, I watched my one of my friends play it, and he'll be at full health. And then all of a sudden I look up again, and I see the death sequence. And I'm like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> Need Uncle Iroh's stance. Takes like three (laughs) hits or something. (laughs) But it's definitely going to be what I focus on uh, after I get Division knocked out. Cool. uh, Yeah, I'm excited. It's it's fun. That's all I've really been gaming, though. Cool. Oh, I did pick up um, Pokemon Ultra Moon because a buddy of mine picked up a new 3DS and Ultra Sun and wanted me to play with him. Nice. I'm so excited for the Switch game. Sword, Sword and Shield. Sword and Shield, yeah. I just so want more yeah. information, dude. Like At this point, That's we don't you. even know the differences between Sword and Shield. We don't yeah. know legendaries or anything. All we I'm know is Sobble. And everyone loves Sobble. Which is very <laughs> fair, because he's the best. Yeah. <laughs> I The map being linear is really weird to me, but linear looking. Everything else seems cool, though. Yeah, it looks real pretty. I won't bog down. I won't I didn't play a lot, uh, and I don't want to bring up Apex every single week, but I had the really cool moment that I did want to mention. Go for it. Got to brag on it for a minute. <laughs> I So I, I was playing with two other people, just randoms, and they went, uh, one of them disconnected right away, and the other one went a totally different way and then died, and I, he was way too far away for me to, and I was, I wasn't the person getting, going away. He, I was the mas- jump master. Uh-huh. And okay. he decided to go his own way, so it's not my fault. Either way. Played the whole thing, so I was uh, in second place. 
and then got caught by a team of three the very end. So I did lose, but I got one of them out by, I was playing the Wraith and the last circle was over on the edge of the map and I made a portal that led out to the edge of the map and then came over and made the other portal closer to them. And one dude walked straight through the portal off the edge of the map. (laughs) And it felt so good. (laughs) So funny. That's really clever. I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, pretty good. So if you need a strategy, uh, I tried it again another time. Definitely uh, let your teammates know. Have a microphone on if you're going to have teammates with you. Because I don't ever play the microphone. And one of my own teammates jumped off when I was trying it again. Oh, no. (laughs) He was the only one to jump off of it. Like, it didn't work at all. Uh, no one else has fallen for it, but you definitely want to like communicate that to your team. That's uh, great. <laughs> played some more Dice Throne. Dice Throne is always fun. And I will talk much more about it next week, uh, but I'm doing a murder mystery party Ooh. at my house. I think I mentioned it a couple weeks ago, but there's been a lot of planning. Basically, I'm going to be the DM, GM, mm-hmm. I don't know what you'd call it, and okay. it's going to play kind of like the game of Clue. You'll have, um, there's a room, there's a weapon, and then the characters are the players. They all have their own backstories, and they're going to go into each room and find uh, a motive about another character, about one of the characters, uh, on why they would have murdered the person. Uh, And then they will have, after the first round and all the rooms have been explored, they'll be given uh, alibis for each motive. And then they'll have to figure out um, who did it by process of elimination. Who is there not an alibi for? What weapon doesn't have an alibi? In what room? Oh. Dang. Yeah. Is cool. there, I mean, I don't know if I should ask, but I'm curious. If you're willing to share, is there a one single solution or is it going to be randomized? Like, do you, do you pick it beforehand? Because I know includes randomized. Yeah. So it was random when I chose it but i did choose who okay. the room was the weapon and the murderer got it uh that way i could give I, i'd have the information no uh, yeah. as far as the story totally goes okay nice um, and then like i said everyone's got their own kind of story that they'll unveil through through the game it should be a lot of fun That's i'm really excited cool yeah it was way more work than i thought it would be i've been i had to print everyone's stories i kind of like write seven different stories mm-hmm. and I can't imagine being a dungeon master after doing this, just because this is such a simplified idea. Uh, well, to be fair, to you, you wouldn't in as a DM, you don't write up your characters' backstories. The characters, the players, usually write up their backstories. That's true. So that's one yeah. thing, but the rest of it, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I uh, DMs are awesome out there. If you DM a D and D group, I've got a lot of respect for you. Much more, especially now that I'm doing this, because I was just like, whoa, if I had to do this every week. It'd be a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Um, just like thinking of the little stories of like, this person's going to be doing this. things. Though, if I did have the characters made up already, that would have been a little bit easier. Because I had to make up seven different characters and try to make them all equally interesting. Right, yeah. Um, there's a, I'll just name a few of them. as like a scientist and the sibling and a businessman and an assassin um, who is like a family friend of the house owner who's the one that was killed. Mm-hmm. It'll be cool. I'll uh, I'll talk a little bit more about it next week. I don't want anyone listening to the podcast and then finding things out. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Um, <laughs> what's uh, what's going on in the gaming world, Joe? All right. So in the gaming world this week, PlayStation has changed their refund policy for Oop. better or for worse. Uh, well, for better, sort of, but that's kind of like they've loosened the death grip so that it's just kind of a wheezing choke group now <laughs> okay <laughs> beforehand if you pre-ordered a game that was it no refunds no way to get anything back they have updated it and said now that if you cancel it 14 days or more ahead of time you can get your refund okay, okay. yeah so you have to know two weeks before the game comes out that you're not going to get it. You still can't wait till reviews come out and then be like, oh, never right. mind, I don't want this. Right. Okay. Right. Which makes a little bit of sense, but two weeks is still pretty long. Yeah. Yeah, you got to have kind of, I mean, that's going to be before any Anyone early gets release. It, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, 
so Borderlands Three, we we saw that they released a teaser for it last week. Yeah. The official release, so they've not officially announced the release date, but it kind of leaked a little bit. It's going to be in September. Oh my gosh. As of right now. I got to finish Borderlands 2. <laughs> yeah, it was like a tweet, right? And they deleted the tweet or something like that? Uh, I don't remember how the data got, got I know leaked. that it was it was revealed somewhere and then immediately deleted. Oh no. Yeah. yeah. And you know how that always goes. Yep, doesn't somebody's work. probably lost a job. <laughs> yep. Dang. They hit the button. You guys remember that missile thing, nuclear thing in Hawaii? In Hawaii? Oh my yes. gosh, that was terrible. I do remember I don't know that. why that made me think of that, because that's a way more drastic situation. So, yeah. But Okay, I, I'm going to go on a tangent real quick, because as a programmer, this will drive, it drives me nuts. The stories that I'd heard was that the what they clicked mm-hmm. to issue that was literally a link on a web page that they had internally that had no check or anything around it. Like, it didn't say, are you sure you want to issue this broadcast? They just clicked a link, and it issued the broadcast to all of Hawaii. Wow. Not good design. (laughs) It's trash. Yeah. Anyway. That's cool. Finally, one... Yeah. Finally, something I think Cody might get a little... uh, fired up about yeah ukulele is they're they're getting a nintendo 64 d master right yeah i think that looks so cool is it legit this looked like an april fool's joke and we are recording on april fools yeah so lj promises me that it's legit uh he i don't know he said he got the article said it was legit um but they even posted the youtube video itself uh ukulele's team whatever um on eight, like it's on April Fools. They did it today. Yeah, I'm trying I mean, to figure if out what it's legit. It's kind of neat. Yeah, it looks really cool. I mean, it, so here's what it looks Platonic like. Games. <laughs> it looks like they lowered the resolution to like 320, <laughs> and then cut the frame rate down to like 15 frames a second. It's probably all that they did. But you that's know, what it looks like. Looks yeah. good. But it's it's a neat thing. It's a it's a nostalgic feel. And then they you do have scan lines. Yeah, they do. Little CRT <laughs> scan lines. I'm seeing that. Yeah. And then a little there's a little border to make it feel like you're on a tube TV. Wow. Yeah. A bit of a tube TV. That's, that's so it's something goofy. I love putting that. <laughs> yeah. Not a tube TV, is a CR is CRT yeah. CRT. That's what am I thinking t- of? Yeah, tube TV is a CRTV. You're, okay. you're at. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, that's that's a neat little piece of nostalgia for a Nintendo 64 inspired game. Yeah, that's fun. I'll yeah. it might be it'll make me play ukulele again. Yeah, I was almost done with it. So now I can play it. With maybe I'll guy. actually fire up and play ukulele now. Yeah, just for I a, bought it, but I never played it. Part I'll of my backlog. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Inspiration. Definitely have to check it out. Yeah. Um, moving on to the pull list this week, talking about Borderlands. The Borderlands Game of the Year Ultra HD collections are coming out on the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. How much is it? I That's not something I'm, you're going to know I'm off the top of your hand. Now yeah. I have one of the, I will do 73 <laughs> pesos. I don't know. I'll do some research. Uh, <laughs> while you're, while you're doing Cody this. and I aren't I kind of want it. Game. I mean, <laughs> if I had to guess, I would say it's probably going to be 40 bucks. That's because it's... Good. It might be sixty. Maybe I think they released sixty for the handsome, handsome collection. Jack, handsome, yeah, whatever that was. With the pre, the pre sequel. Yeah. Yeah. I really need to play the games. Yeah. Because I think they look cool. Um, Dark Siders War Mastered Edition is coming to the Switch this week. If you haven't played Dark Siders, it's one of the best Zelda games ever released. <laughs> no, I should get it. How much will it be? Oh, okay. Sorry, I need to, I need to stop bombarding It's probably you. also $40 if I had to guess. Okay. Maybe 30 I don't know. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> Who has all wisdom on game prices. <laughs> uh, and then finally, Super Dragon Ball Heroes is coming out this week, which I believe is a card game. Card games Maybe are just... Free to I feel play? Like card games are just getting so popular online. Yeah, and if I had to guess, I would say that one's free because a lot of those card games tend. If it ends with heroes, it's probably free. (laughs) If this is real, and either a mobile game or card game, that's what I've learned. Eighteen dollars for Borderlands Game of the Year Edition. If this is legit, 
That's is it just the good. first game or is it the whole collection one and two? This is I I don't know what's going on. Okay, it just brought me to a page that's like turn back, turn three sixty twenty ten. I don't know. I'll look it up later. Not a big deal. Okay, um, that's that's it for gaming this week though. Kind of a light week. Nah, oh. it's good. I'm trying to think. Did I see a movie? I saw a movie. Feel like, oh, I did totally saw a movie. What movie What'd did you see? What did you see? Well, go, go ahead. I'll, I'll okay. talk about mine in a sec. I watched Reign of the Supermen. What? Uh, Tell me about that. Yeah. So, it's I talked Rain about... Men? Hallelujah. No, Reign. Reign of the Supermen. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, there was the Death of Superman movie. Yeah. That happened... I don't know. I watched it. Before I moved here, I think, so just, like, six months ago. Okay. And it had been out for a little while already. Um, but this is a direct sequel to it. Superman has died. Death of Superman. There's no spoiler there. Uh, he ends the, dies in the end of the movie. But this kind of continues that comic line where um, Superman dies, and so there's a bunch of other Supermen that kind of take his place. And they all kind of happen, like, in fun ways. One of them is like this robot, and then uh, trying to think of it without giving too much away, like Superboy um, is obviously a character in that. If you know anything about like Young Justice, it's a very different Superboy than Young Justice. Mm-hmm. He's not uh, an emo kid. It's I don't know. It was fun. It's in that like New Fifty Two Justice League War animated movie style, which is those Justice League DC movies uh, that I used to talk about all the time. Uh, yeah, it's in Justice League War. I'll say it every time I mention it. Watch Justice League work because it's amazing. Uh, and the Justice League don't play a huge role in these Superman movies, and that's probably a good thing because it's not their movies. Uh, but it's cool that they've kind of brought them into it a little bit because they don't play a major role uh, in the comics for these story arcs. Uh, but it's cool because it's like this new, these new animated movies talking about a storyline uh, that was historical in the early 90s when, I think it was early 90s when these comics came out. Um, I just remember Superman being a really, really, or Death of Superman being a really big deal. Like, how could okay. you kill Superman? And this was before uh, you killed superheroes and then brought them back to right, right. later. Because now superheroes die all the time, but yeah. and then you just bring them back from another dimension or put them in a pit. Superheroes are just regular people. <laughs> superheroes yeah. are people too. There was one point where. You could kill Superman and you'd go, how did he die? You can't kill the biggest superhero, like strongest superhero in the world. Right. Um, yeah. That first one I had mentioned, I was kind of boring. The death of Superman. I Maybe it was just because I knew what was going on, uh, but I didn't know a lot about the reign of S- Superman. Uh, and so I really enjoyed this one a lot more. Cool. What did you see, Joe? So I saw Akira, which is, it's an old movie. Yeah. It's been around forever. Okay. okay. I think it came out in the mid to late 80s. I'm trying to think if I've... Oh. No, I haven't seen it. So, uh, I'll say this This kind of lead in. I watched it because I was on another podcast, another Christian podcast. Okay, cool. Uh, and we discussed Akira the entire time. That podcast is not live yet. It They are going to put it up in May. But oh, okay. that is the Retro Rewind podcast. And they do that with, with all kinds of stuff. I was stuff. wondering, I was like, is he not allowed to say the podcast? Are they yeah, like- I was going to. I was going to lead into it. But yeah, so <laughs> it, the issue, the episode's not going to be up until May. But it was okay. live streamed while we while we were recording it. And that was a lot of fun. Those guys are awesome. Uh, Francisco and Paul, I had a great time mm-hmm. getting to know those guys and recording and, and watching the movie and... Come May, when when they release the episode, you can go hear my thoughts on it. Cool. Yeah. Do you see anything, Shelly? I mentioned last time that I was watching through Fellowship of the Ring Extended Edition. We'll finish that. Watch through Two Towers. And now we just gotta finish, start and finish Return of the King, which we haven't done yet, but maybe we'll eventually. I also saw Captain Marvel. (laughs) Finally. Yay. I I did watch that. It feels like a long time ago, but we just haven't recorded in a minute, so. Yeah. yeah. 
We missed last week. You guys aren't crazy. There was there was a gap. It was yeah, um, yeah. We still love you. Uh, it was a good movie. <laughs> it was definitely. I totally get where everyone sort of saying like, oh yeah, it's a good movie, but like not the best. But that's what I was expecting, so I'm very satisfied with it. And mm. besides it feeling kind of rushed, which they couldn't really help with anyway, unless they like split in two movies, which they can't afford to do because it's all lead up to Endgame anyway. What right. they what with what they had, it was real. It was a real good movie, I would say, but. I really love I've not the character. seen a movie in theaters in six months. But you don't like Infinity War, so you're not going to see Endgame, right? At least on theater. I mean, I saw the first Infinity yeah. War, and I've seen every movie leading up to it. <laughs> except for now. I've I not seen Ant-Man and Wasp yet, and I haven't seen... Oh. Yeah, and that's it's on Netflix, so I could catch it. And I haven't seen Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only one I didn't see in theaters was Thor. I thought that I had seen them all, uh, but my wife reminded me that I had not seen Thor because I watched it with her. Oh. Uh, yeah. But I've seen every other movie in the theaters. I worked out today, and I'm pretty Thor. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. It's a good movie. I just, I think when you have Infinity War that it's up against, and Black Panther was such an amazing movie. Um, it's gonna be hard to hit that every single time. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. She's the new leader. She will be the new leader of Avengers going forward, possibly. Yeah, she's she's great. I'm really, I'm just really excited to see how her character really fits in with the Avengers and mm-hmm. and with Rocket, Is Rocket and Avenger. It's just weird to think about. Yeah, I guess. I mean, not <laughs> he's yet. He's a guardian. But come I know he's a he's a guardian. He's like the only guardian. Like, I think in Endgame he's rocking a uh, an Avenger suit. Yeah, like, like they the got the little A's on him. I don't him. remember if he was wearing it or not, but probably he was in one. He was in one, That's but crazy. I can't see the A, so I don't know if he's got the. He was, I don't know if he's wearing the logo yet. Could be rocking a Guardians of the Galaxy logo. Mm-hmm. That'd be very rocket of him to be like, not wearing your stuff. Yeah, that's true. Put a G on it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I saw Captain Marvel. Definitely go see that's that awesome. if you're planning on watching Endgame. Hundred percent. Yeah, it's gonna have a huge. It makes me want to. And, and in fact, yeah, you know, I also watched Guardians of the Galaxy because I watched Captain Marvel and made me want to watch God, watch <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy again because of the connections it has. So I watched that again. So that was yeah. that was worth it. I would say. It's good cool. connections. Yeah, that's what I've seen. So I guess I could talk What's about going on? yeah movie news. So yeah, there's a lot to cover. When you think of a movie subscription service, you're probably going to think of something movie like Pass. Movie Pass and how that was so, so great and then failed so hard. <laughs> and it was yeah. like a roller coaster. So Adam, Ticketing Service, which you may or may not have heard of, um, is a it's kind of like Fandango, but they want to like put a more social more social aspect into it. I think you can like invite your mm-hmm. friends to go see movies with you or something like that. I've never used it. Um it's a lot like Fandango. That's not, yeah. So they're going to be working with different, uh, or they plan to at least. This isn't implemented yet, but they're planning okay. on working with different theater companies to have a essentially a subscription service um, with them. And I, I, it sounds like they're helping those particular theaters have subscription services, like for them, the, their own mm-hmm. companies, but. I'm not entirely sure. Definitely sounds similar to Movie Pass, but different. Like, very different in an important way. Well, and like we had brought up when Movie Pass was crashing, I haven't heard any news from them in a while. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that they, uh, we, we brought up on the podcast uh, that we thought that the best way to do that would be for an AMC or a Cinemark to do it themselves. Mm-hmm. And then. Uh, it kind of sounds like that's what Adam would be doing. I don't know if they're going even closer in it than that because AMC is a huge enterprise. But right. it, yeah. it'll be interesting to see what's happening. I think that it's way better of an idea if it's not just every movie theater and it's these select theaters. Yeah. Yeah. Because it sounds like detail. basically Adam is going to provide the technology to these different companies that don't really have that technology mm-hmm. yet to have their own subscription services and just be able to work with them and provide that for them so that's that's, that's cool it's a cool idea and i guess we'll see how it works out if it does um yeah we'll see i don't know what's gonna change i feel like 
movie industry's gone in very interesting ways the last couple of, you know, years, even, like, decades. So, like, we'll see if ticketing even this way sort of changes, too. Yep. Second bit of news. So, sort of mentioned at the top of the show, there is a quote-unquote Zack Snyder cut um, of Justice League. Snyder confirmed. So it is confirmed. Yeah, which is kind of crazy. It's not really a finished product, which you'd have to kind of... If you're assuming it'd be a finished product, that'd be kind of ridiculous just because like if it was a finished product they probably would have released that but yeah at the moment kind of what they have is like 214 minutes or something like that of, of footage <laughs> of this thing that he made but it's not even really exactly what he planned either because uh it was supposed to go a very very different way with his ideas and it's yeah it's not you know it's not that so so like to go into the script a little bit, uh, me and LJ were kind of following this. They brought up the Snyder Cut, and that was really cool. But then they brought up this, they were like, oh, the Snyder idea was to do a thing where Darkseid was going to win. He was going to kill Wolf and Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf, yeah. From Justice League, because he fails. And then he was going to kill Lois Lane, and then Superman was going to go all injustice on everybody. And then the Batman versus Superman nightmares uh that batman was having would have relevance to this whole story um and so that kind of got released around the same time that the news shelly's talking about did and everyone's like we want to see that but that never got filmed that was just his original script that they kind of scrapped when batman vs superman did mm-hmm. poorly because that's what i want to see and i think that would have been hilarious because it would have completely ruined infinity war this whole idea that thanos wins was so like crazy but they could have done it before Infinity War did. Yeah. It would have been... I missed it. It would have been really yep. interesting because it was not... I don't want to say revolutionary. That's a really big term for something that's not actually that big. But the fact that Thanos kind of won... Shocking. Yeah, shocking. And it would have taken the mm-hmm. shock away from from Marvel um, because and it would have come from out the sounds first. of it... It's even down to the tune of Batman was going to get a hold of the Flash so they could go back in time. Which, of course, are the so many theories of what Endgame's going to look like. And that would yeah. be crazy if they actually just were kind of the same plot. I wonder what Marvel would have done about that. Be like, hey, we've been building up this thing for, like, so long and we're going to fight it you. It can't like, be I, a cheap I copy. Yeah. If they would have done anything. But, I mean, they don't have to worry about it because that's not what they released. Right. But... In another world, in a parallel universe. Anyway. I want to see that. I'm not... I don't really care about the Snyder Cut that is. Yeah. People want to see the Snyder Cut, but Wormbos isn't going to release it until they have a really, really big reason to, and I just don't think that's going to happen. People have signed petitions and want not to be like, oh, let's see it, but... uh, I don't know. If the one they released wasn't good enough for them, I don't see why this cut would be better. It'd probably be worse. They... They're smart, like, they're not... I get that people didn't like the movie, but it's not like they're dumb. Like, they know what they're doing, and so they know when they're going to release something versus when they're not going to release something, you know, content-wise. I don't know. I just feel like we need to give them a little bit more, like, credit. (laughs) Where Mm -hmm. credit's due. Yeah. Because, I mean... It sounds like Snyder was making a movie he didn't want to make, too. Yeah. Right. I mean, it wasn't his idea anymore. I don't know. It's just interesting. It's all very fun to think about, I suppose. But I'm excited for Shazam. Yeah. Instead. I do want to see Shazam. That one does look Man. good. <laughs> I will say. It looks cool. Yeah. <sighs> Finally, we are getting a mo- Mary, uh, a movie. Let's just get all the M's mixed up. We're seeing we're getting a movie <laughs> about Mary Magdalene. <laughs> so that's pretty interesting. Yeah. It's gonna have Joaquin that's... Phoenix as Jesus, so that's also interesting unique decision Um, Mm -hmm. i yeah i don't really know i i think it's i think the idea about it is cool i think we've had a lot of um sort of gospel related movies in the past which are was Mm -hmm. great i mean that's that's fine as long as they represent things well 
Um, but people don't really think about the importance of Mary Magdalene. And if they're going to make a movie about her, I think that could be really interesting. I remember watching <laughs> the movie they did about, well, not they. It's not the same people as far as I'm aware. Could be. That'd be crazy. But I don't think it is. But I watched a movie that came out a couple of years ago about Paul, uh, Apostle Paul. And that one was, I really liked that movie. So I think just like having this trend of like focusing on different characters in the Bible besides Jesus, I think it's really cool. Yeah. Um, so I hope they do that well. I was thinking it's really weird that the Joker will be Yeah, it's kind of weird. Uh, it's kind of weird. But... but Batman was Moses, so... <sighs> Christian Bale has played both. That's Maybe something fair. Strange. I didn't think about <laughs> that. But, um, yeah. It's a little weird, too. I think, I hope they don't really, like, super whitewash it, but just with the given their actors, they might. But, uh, whatever. That's Hollywood for you. So, I hope it's good. I do. But we don't really have too much yeah. information about it right now, so. That put that on your your movie radar. Any Christian yeah. movie that's good is, I'd say, good. You know, <laughs> right? Like, Walking Phoenix is a really good actor too. Yeah, so like they're like taking big cool. names. Mm-hmm. Well, you guys been watching any TV? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, go for it, Joe. I've been watching Into the Badlands. Um, seasons two. So and three. I keep forgetting that movie that show exists, and it's a really good. And show. And then you remember it, you're like, oh, oh it is. It's yeah. so good. Is there a time jump between season two and season three? A little bit. Okay. Not much. M or K, MK? Yeah. He's got this long hair now that I don't remember from the past and the commercials I've been seeing. And I was like, where'd this hair come from, man? I think the jump is just a handful of months. Okay. If I'm still understanding it correctly. Hmm. How far are you into season three? How far along is season three? Uh... I think I'm about four episodes in. Okay. Is it... We're in the second half of the season, or is it... No. I don't no. even know where we're at. Nope. Okay. Cool. It's been good, though. I like it. They def- they introduced some new people, which could be really interesting. It just makes me sad that we know that they've canceled after season three. Yeah. Dude. Nick... What's his name? Nick Frost? Mm-hmm. He's one of my favorite characters in that entire show. I So I think I watched the first half of season two where I just watched part of it. I don't remember. I, I've seen some of season two and I really liked him in that. Mm-hmm. I thought he was going to be a, a random character like, there for one or two. Like a guest yeah. star or something. No, this dude, he's like a serious character in the in the show. Yeah, the show's so good. It is what, I mean, it's not what Iron Fist, I, I hoped Iron Fist would be, but the choreography is what I had hoped Iron Fist would be. Dude, yeah, the fight choreography is just phenomenal. Amazing. Yeah. As good as, like, if not better than some actual martial arts movies, like yeah. budgeted martial arts movies. That's cool. Well, speaking of AMC, I've been watching Walking Dead. We just got our season finale of it, hmm. and... I would say just because Rick Grimes is gone does not mean you should stop watching. It is. Oh yeah, so I forgot that The Walking good. Dead was still going. So have a lot Which of people. Not, yeah. I, I mean, that's saying something because I watched every single other season up to now. Yeah, it's so weird because AMC seems like I keep seeing these reports that Walking Dead is on on the down and it's not like doing well but AMC kind of ignores that they're like we're announcing three movies and a bunch of like spin-off shows oh yeah and it's like are are you guys good then like are we just ignoring the numbers or what's going on but the last this last half of the season has been absolutely amazing it gets me really excited i the last episode kind of worries me about the direction that i was hoping things would go uh but You've seen through this last season kind of this um, growth. There's a five-year jump, and they're kind of seeing how um, how civilization can be kind of put back together in a world like this. Uh, and it's been really, really cool to see that part of it, and I would love to see it become... Uh, it's always been more about the people than the zombies, and I've loved that. Uh, but it's kind of this 
apocalyptic political thing going on now, uh, which has been really kind of fun to see. Plus, um, the, uh, you know, the, the main bad guys of this one have been uh, the Whisperers. So if you're in the comics, that's you kind of know what they are, but I won't go any farther than that. Uh, I don't know. It's been all really, really cool, and a lot of shocking things have happened, uh, which is very Walking Dead, and I don't know. I, I think it's still one of my favorite TV shows of all time. Watch it. Okay. I need to. Yeah. Season finale. Last two episodes specifically have been phenomenal. Well, Shelly, have you watched anything? Well, Joe, did you see anything besides Into the Badlands? Cut you off. That's about the only thing I've been watching. Okay. I saw the AMC part and I was like, ooh. <laughs> said I watched the NCAA tournament, but let's not talk about that. <laughs> okay. That's fine. <laughs> My team got put out. No. Aww. That's part of it. They, they actually made it farther than I thought they would. But. <laughs> Your bracket ain't too broke. I For the first time in 15 years, I did not fill out a bracket. Oh, wow. Yeah. Anyway. I haven't filled out a bracket in 26 years. So that makes you feel any better. But you, you haven't even ever? started, so like, yeah. I don't think that counts. <laughs> you never did one. I might have made a bracket in middle school. Oh. But I don't think it was for teams. I think it was like a school thing. Oh. If I did, I had no idea what I was doing. Heck, okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I haven't filled a bracket in a while, but my my family always does, so I just follow theirs. <laughs> yeah. Um, I watched the first two or three, maybe no, I think only three episodes of Steinscape. Because what is that? It's an anime. I thought of all people, you would have heard it. No. I only know of it because there are anime games based on yeah, it. Yeah, it's oh, cool. um, really interesting. It's really kind of trippy so far. I think the whole <laughs> the whole show is supposed to be a little bit trippy. But it's also really funny. I wasn't entirely sure what to expect, but my roommate really likes it. And me and my boyfriend have been meaning to watch another anime together just because we haven't in a long time. We haven't since FMA, so we need mm, okay. something else. And he's like, yeah, like I started I watched one episode of this and it looked really interesting, so we should watch the rest of it. And yeah, I, I've heard it's really good. It looks really good. The main character is crazy. Um, yeah, I don't really know how else to describe him and that whole show is just kind of crazy ridiculous and really funny. So yeah, cool. I'm again, I've only watched a couple episodes. I barely kind of know what's going on. There's something, it's, it's all timey-wimey stuff. So. <laughs> wibbly wobbly yeah pretty much <laughs> yeah it's it's crazy but uh that's i think cool. all i've been watching steinscape steinscape steins gate yeah steins gate yes yes okay steins Steinsgate. it's just and at this point in the show we don't even know what that is we just know the main character says it sometimes she's like oh steins gate and then one of the other characters will be like wait what is he talking about and then one of the other characters is like oh he's just rambling he's crazy so we still Sounds don't know like what doctor. this is. Yeah, he's a scientist who's obsessed with time machines. So okay, uh, cool. yeah, it's quite fun. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll get into the TV news. Uh, the Twilight Zone remake by Jordan Peele. I'm kind of interested in it because I watched like Twilight Zone and Outer Limits as a kid. Okay. I planned on checking it out today and forgot to. But if you want to check it out, you can see that on YouTube right now, completely free. So it's on YouTube. Yes. Uh, it's going to be on CBS All Access, which is their online streaming oh, yeah. thing, uh, where the Star Trek, the Luke Picard Star Trek show is. Uh, but I think that's, I mean, if it's if it's free, you might as well check it out and see if you'd actually like it. If you watched Outer Limits as a kid or, well, not as a kid, not everyone was young as me, uh, or even like Black Mirror now. Uh, I that's kind of what gets me excited about it. Yeah. If you don't know what Twilight Zone is, Black Mirror is probably the closest thing. Yeah. Modern thing to it. Um, yeah. Science fiction horror esque. Like things go wrong. Yeah, yeah. Mysteries. Doctor Who. If Doctor Who didn't have a hero, and it wasn't always aliens. Mm. That's a pretty good description. Yeah. Yeah. So. I don't know. I'm interested in the fact that you watch free. I think it's cool. Gotham. Uh, I don't really talk about Gotham much because I don't watch the show, but I might check out like the finale of this or at least maybe the last few episodes. 
because they are going to show Batman for the first time. He's kind of been this weird hornless Batman in the show Mm -hmm. so far. But they're also going to have this final reveal of the Joker, which you can see in the trailer um, for, I think it's the final episode. And I think that's kind of cool. I don't know. That show was CIS, CSI, CSI Gotham for a while. And I was like, I don't, I don't care enough. I think I only watched literally the first episode. Mm. I was just going to be a 10 year time jump. Wow. Okay. So I might check it out for that then. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I did not like that first episode. Now it's all the Easter eggs, but I've heard that it's gotten really good. So, uh, the final thing. We're just talking about CBS All Access. There's so many streaming services, and I definitely don't have them all. It's going to get to a point where it's going to become cable. You're going to get, like, just a... You're going to spend $60 and then have a package of these streaming services, I feel like. Yeah. And then we're back to square one, because uh, I can't keep buying all of these streaming services Too much. Separately. Too much. Uh, but Apple TV is working on a... Working on a new subscription service, which is weird, because they already do Apple original shows. And they're working on a game service, too. Yeah. Yeah, they are. So, I mean, maybe I would check them out if they were connected in some way. If I could, like, get a bundle of the game service. I would yeah. want Apple Music in that, too. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. I watched one show, and it was Planet of the Apps. Uh, and that was just because Gary Vaynerchuk, who is this entrepreneur, um, who's very smart, very positive, uh, but curses a lot mm-hmm. um he's in it and so i was watching it for a little while i watched like the first season um oh yeah just another streaming service i haven't there's no shows being announced yet but they will have fall original shows coming out yeah cool yeah the discussion question for the day though uh if you want to ask us discussion questions please do so through our discord uh, if you need a link to the discord tweet at me uh, or just use the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter, and we will answer your questions. Ask us anything you like, and we will probably answer it. There are a few exceptions. Yeah. Uh, but Leslie for short asks, what is your favorite story arc in a book series, movie series, or game series? I'm just I'm scared you guys are going to take mine. I want to go first. It's not a story arc, but it's a character arc, and it's <laughs> Zuko's. It's Zuko. what? Zuko. That's a good from one. From Last Airbender. Yeah, honestly, when you say story arc, that's way too broad. I think character arc. I think yeah. character arc and, yeah, I do think of Zuko because that was really good. But I also think of the character, because you also said book series. So the character Dalinar <laughs> from Stormlight Archive. And I'm not going to say anything about it because it's super spoilery. Like, it's only revealed in the third book. Okay. So I'm not going to talk about it, really, but his character, like, character arc, character development, just... And again, like, it's not a finished series. It's still going on, so it's not... He could keep developing, I suppose, but just in this reveal of his backstory and how it connects to who he is now and all these things, he... Like, that's how you do character arcs and character development. (laughs) Like, it's so good. Highly recommend. Cool. So, sorry, that's not really a story arc, um, but it's a character arc because story arcs are really, really big, and I can't just name one. <laughs> what do you think, Joe? Cool. Uh, the one that immediately comes to mind is Muab Deeb hmm. from Dune. Ah, hmm. uh, it's classic. Red or seen Dune. I mean, did you I'll say watch the, see? I haven't read or seen. Oh, red or scene. Okay, I was yeah. gonna say. At least you acknowledge there's a book. Yeah. I there's dare say it is the greatest out. sci-fi novel I've ever read. I've heard it's just cool. one of the greatest ever. Anyway. That, well, so. Okay. That or Ender's Game. Oh yeah, Ender's Game. I forgot that's a thing. That was a terrible movie. Yeah, I. I, I, I didn't I, say I it was watched, a good movie. <laughs> I watched the cinema sins of the movie, and it was something. But <laughs> actually, Arag- Aragon's another good one. Right. Yeah. Aragon is one of my favorite book series and one of my least favorite movies of all time. Yep. I know that's not the question, but uh, just... that would be my answer for <laughs> best movie to be- or best book to worst movie adaption ever. The ratio, the the comparison. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Aragon. Aragon's a terrible movie. 
It's, it's trash. It's bad. Ooh. I don't know. Last Airbender was really. Oh, that's not a book adaption, though. Yeah. Aragon's the worst I'm book adaption I've ever it's, seen. It's terrible, too, though. Specifically, book to movie. I haven't read, honestly, a lot of books that I've read. I usually watch the movie or, sh- like, movie or show of it first, if there is one. So, like, Harry yeah. Potter, I've watched all the movies before reading the books. Um, Harry Potter. So, I, I don't know. I, I can't really read. think of something that was specifically a book to a movie that I, like, followed and then was disappointed. Divergent's yeah. not a great series, and the movies also suck, but that's because the original series isn't great. Same with Hunger Games. So I don't mm-hmm. think those really count. They're, like, kind of the same level of badness, just maybe a little worse in the movies. Uh, I mean, the Hunger but Games movies Maze Runner. super bad, just the stories aren't good because of the books, so. For which ones? Uh, Hunger Games uh, and Divergent Games. series. Oh. Yeah. Okay. That's what I'll say for yeah. that. Even though that's not the question. I, I also <laughs> really like the the character arcs for the the Last of Us. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. That one's good. It's a real good one. It's really funny for some reason. It's not it's not an accurate representation, but Joel from The Last of Us, I imagine is who I imagine Dalinar to be. They're not oh, they're okay. not like super similar characters they're a little similar in some ways but i don't know why just like the face but when i you. think of yeah he's my face so for that character so that's just yeah. funny you mentioned that given i mentioned okay. Eleanor. <laughs> i doubt anyone else thinks that but for some reason i'm like okay we need this like like seasoned uh fighter type person who's seen some crap <laughs> yeah yeah i would also say um, man, I really don't want to give too much away, but um, I'll just say The Walking Dead. There's a character in The Walking Dead that I really enjoyed their story arc. Um, but it, it crosses through a few seasons, so I won't say who it is. But uh, That's fair. I'll have to talk to you off air. Okay, yeah. Uh, and that's, that's it for me. You guys have any more? I'm trying to think. Uh, I think there's a lot of good stories and character arcs i've experienced but it's hard to articulate them off off right now yeah because yeah there's just a lot Mm -hmm. but dalinar's mm, up there (laughs) awesome you guys geeking out about anything else this week uh this next saturday yeah Mm -hmm. saturday yeah it is the six okay my school is hosting a smash tournament which is pretty Ooh. fun. So I'm excited. We're it's it's like four dollars a person. It's all going to charity to the Prevent Cancer Foundation. So mm-hmm. it's all for a good cause. I still hope to do well though. I still want to do well. Yeah. Because yeah. I haven't done well in locals at Seattle, like actual Seattle local tourneys, but I want to do well. I also just haven't had time to practice until now. So anyway, hmm. I'll probably share about how that went next week. Okay. And I have one thing to geek out about. Uh Number one, go check out. Okay, I'll say two. Then. Uh, number one, go go check out the Retro Rewind podcast. Yeah, yeah, super cool. LJ, I know, is a backer for him. He's and uh, if this keeps up, I may be very soon too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had a really good time with him. Um, and I have been invited to SBU Southern Baptist University. Mm-hmm. Um, a member of our community is their esports coach. Ooh, yeah. And he has invited me. They they are having an event like a a big hundred person land. It's going to be wow. a twelve hour long oh day. Oh my gosh! In May, and I've been invited as a guest of honor to represent Geeks Under Grace. That's so cool. Super cool. So I'm pretty jazzed about wow. that. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, you'll definitely have to tell us all about that when that happens. I'm sure we'll yeah, have it. Some coverage. All yeah, it's the... like a three hour day. All right. A day three drive. hour drive oh, okay yeah. okay so cool. from, from where i'm at right now so it's awesome cool. oh, that's so exciting well if that is everything we will end the show there joe where can they find you at find me on twitter at joe knows games and shelly you can find me on twitter at the shell shock 24 and on tuesday nights at twitch.tv slash geeks and grace playing something because it's no longer undertale <laughs> i have to oh. figure it out <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Cody Armor. Keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless. The spice must flow. What? Oh, <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I'm just like, no, I do know the reference. Awesome. <laughs>